Introduction. According to the theory of the continental drift, the Indian subcontinent, including its northwestern and southeastern regions, which are now Pakistan, was once, in fact, millions of years ago, part of a supercontinent, called Pangaea. At that time, it was attached to Madagascar and southern Africa on the southwest coast, and Australia along the east coast. About 160 million years ago during the Jurassic period, Pangaea broke into two mini supercontinents, namely, Gondwana to the south and Laurasia, to the north. The Indian subcontinent remained attached to Gondwana and it also broke into pieces about 125 million years ago. The Indian plate then drifted northward toward the Eurasian plate at a pace that is the fastest movement of any known plate, more than the speed of growth of human nails a day. About 90 million years ago, the Indian plate separated from Madagascar and started its journey towards present-day Tibet where it displaced the Tethys Ocean. The closure of this ocean, which created the Alps in Europe, and the Caucasus Range in Western Asia, created the Himalaya Mountains and the Tibetan Plateau in South Asia. This push, which is continuing, is causing parts of the Asian continent to deform westward and eastward on either side. Concurrently with this collision, the Indian plate has bridged onto the adjacent Australian plate, forming a new larger plate, the Indo-Australian plate. These geological developments have some serious implications for Pakistan. 1. Fault lines leading to earthquakes. The joining of two tectonic plates has resulted in the creation of two major fault lines just beneath the current day Pakistan, making it one of the most earthquake-prone parts of the world. There are indications of many sub-tectonic routes spread over in Baluchistan, Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, and in the northern areas of Pakistan. Almost 75% area of the country is prone to earthquakes. Many active faults are broadly distributed around, at the west and north of the plate's borderline, especially where the continental plates come into contact with each other. Pakistan has almost every known formation of faults. The 2005 earthquake, which caused massive human and material devastation in Azad Jammu and Kashmir, was just a reminder to be aware of this possibility happening again and again. If the center of this earthquake would have been a few miles towards the east from where it occurred, two major cities of Lahore and Multan could have been devastated. While we cannot prevent the occurrence of earthquakes from happening, we can take measures to minimize human and material loss as a result of these events. Thus there is a need to update our building by laws to ensure that all our future buildings, particularly high-rise, must be resistant to an earthquake of at least 7.5 on the Richter scale. It also means we should create a highly efficient disaster management agency. Underground water is seawater. Despite the displacement of the Tethys Ocean by the Indian Plate, there are a large number of pockets of residual seawater beneath the territory forming Pakistan. Consequently, too much pumping out the freshwater by the tube wells is fast depleting the freshwater aquifer more than the rate of their recharging through rains and canal water seepage. In certain areas tube wells and turbines have reached those pockets and are pumping out the seawater, resulting in the fast deterioration of our fertile crop lands. In fact, we are repeating the same mistake, which India committed two decades ago of heavily subsidizing the tube well installation and providing the farmers electricity almost free of charge for these tube wells. Climate change resulting in glaciers melting. As noted above, the pushing of the Indian plate against the Eurasian plate resulted in the formation of the Himalayan range along with the creation of huge glaciers, which are the source of all the major rivers flowing into Pakistan. These rivers, in turn, are the lifelines of Pakistan's economy. According to new research, these glaciers are melting as a result of climate change, which could result in heavy flooding in the foreseeable future and later on total drought. There is thus an urgent need to take climate change seriously and take adaptive and mitigation measures. Canal water and soil fertility. 
plains of Punjab and Sindh had been irrigated for the last five decades by the water of the rivers, which originate from the Himalayan basin through the elaborate network of canals laid during the 60s. No doubt, this helped the farmers to raise their productivity manifold as they adopted new fertilizer seed technology that was heavily reliant upon water availability. However, for 50 years the same water has spread tons and tons of salt brought by them from the mountains on the fields. While the water evaporated, the salt kept on accumulating on the surface with the result that now the upper layers of our lands have a very heavy amount of residual salt. It needs a revision of our tube well policy, adoption of high-efficiency irrigation techniques, and are at D in the production of crops and vegetables which are salt-resistant varieties. Need for preserving the geological treasures. Pakistan has a very impressive paleontological record which can be noticed while traveling by road from Karachi to Peshawar. More than 3,000 fossils of dinosaurs have been collected from various parts of Pakistan, which is one of the few countries where evidence of early whales and dolphins, who lived in the Tethys Ocean, exist. Patohar is known to be one of the richest open geological museums of the world where priceless treasures are hidden beneath the surface. The discovery of the hominid fossils of the Savapathicus Indicus in the Patohar Plateau in 1979 was considered groundbreaking in helping the world reconsider Darwin's track of the evolutionary path of modern man. In Baluchistan, a French team discovered the fossilized remains of Baluchitirium, the largest mammal that walked the earth. It is, therefore, an utmost necessity that every effort must be made to preserve these prehistoric treasures. However, it is shameful that we are not taking appropriate measures to safeguard these treasure troves. Abundance of mineral wealth. Thanks to its geological transformation over millions of years, 110 types of sedimentary formations have been identified in various regions of Pakistan by the Geological Survey of Pakistan GSP, many areas remain uninvestigated. Patterns of sedimentary formation in Pakistan are unique, for example sedimentary deposits of salts in the salt range of northern Punjab are holding miles of layers with estimated deposits of 220 million tons of edible salts. Similar are huge metamorphic deposits of onyx, marble and limestone in Baluchistan and Fatah. The world's fifth biggest formation of coal deposits in the Thar Desert is lying with estimated deposits of 175 billion tons. Then there is a substantial variety of minerals and natural resources, gold and copper deposits in Baluchistan. Precious stones deposits of Baluchistan, Swat, Kohistan, and adjacent regions are among just a very few geological wonders to be mentioned here. Although oil and gas resources were discovered from various parts of present-day Pakistan, notably Atik. In the last quarter of the 19th century, no serious efforts were made to do it on a massive scale. Need to exploit geothermal resources. Pakistan is extremely rich in dry steam geothermal resources that are rare on earth and found in few countries of the world. It is really unfortunate to note that this form of energy is not even recognized in the renewable energy policy of the country. This situation is nothing but a hindrance for local or foreign investors to come ahead for the development of geothermal energy in Pakistan. Additionally, Pakistan has hundreds of hot springs scattered all over the four main geological zones of Pakistan. These hot springs are gushing out low to high enthalpy brines. As such, a good capacity of hot brines is available to the country but its utilization is very low. Therefore, most of the hot water is got wasted. While the world is utilizing most of its available underground heated water, Pakistan is simply wasting it, equivalent to the wastage of oil. Potential for mountain tourism. Finally, Thanks to the collision of the Indian plate with the Tibetan plate resulted in the formation of the highest mountain ranges in the world, namely the Himalayas. Fortunately, northern Pakistan is among the heavily glaciated region on earth after the north and south poles. Three different chains of mountains meet and separate in Pakistan. Rakaposhi, 
A beautiful mountain, is also said to be the steepest place on earth. The world's second highest peak K2 and 54 out of 109 highest peaks of South Asia are situated in Pakistani territory. These mountains are one of the biggest attractions for foreign tourists.